John Eaton and Melanie Kay's host, Talk of the Town, weekday mornings on 95.1 The Peak. He is our member in Provincial Parliament, Brian Saunderson, joins us. Brian, you have been one heck of a busy guy. You've been visiting all kinds of different plants and uh, economic drivers here in our community. Oh, we have such a diverse economy uh, throughout the riding. Uh, It's always a great pleasure to go and see uh, employers in town, uh, big or small. Yeah, uh, you got to be there to... uh, sort of recognize and celebrate uh, this is a milestone a honda canada their alliston plant uh their 10th millionth vehicle yeah we went down and had a great uh, tour uh with the ceo uh jean-marc leclerc and uh and others and uh yeah they were telling us all about the 10th 10 millionth car coming off the line it was started in 1986, the plant, but really kicked off in the 90s. And today is very, very busy making uh, Civics and uh, hybrid CRVs. A lot of people aren't even aware of how uh, how established McLean Engineering is, not only you know being a local company here, but around the world. Uh, and that has to do with the fact that they're celebrating also a big, a, a big win. Yes. I was over visiting uh, Don McLean and his team. Uh, at McLean Engineering, it's their 50th anniversary, and they are now a world leader, or probably the world leader, in electric mining vehicles, which has really revolutionized the mining sector. Now, when it comes to uh, education, it's something that we want to be on top of, uh, definitely in, in the province, keep up to scale. Uh, Wasaga Beach, over capacity, many of the public schools are, uh, So, but there's a positive light in that respect. Yes, the uh, school, the elementary school in Wasega, which will uh, take an additional 400 students, uh, has been planned for a while. It was initially announced in 2017-2018 and interrupted by the pandemic. Uh, and then we've gone back, and initial budget was around $17 million or $14 million, and they've increased that by $4 million. Uh, so that will uh, be going out to tender and getting underway. So that's a very exciting uh uh, development for this area. Schools were in high need of schools from uh, elementary schools down the south to uh, high school up in this area and uh, and of course um, Banting uh, Memorial High School is on the books to be replaced as well. So in, in regards to that, I mean we are absolutely in need of another public school in Wasaga Beach. Uh, when my kids, uh, we just moved to a different area in the beach and they were going to have to be uh, bussed out to go to Connaught in Collingwood because we were all the schools were over capacity. Uh, so people are now scratching their heads. Well, what about a high school if we're over capacity in so many of the public schools? Well, the high school is certainly a topic of discussion. Uh, as you know, uh, some of the students uh, are bussed into Collingwood to CCI and some out to Edenville. Um, it's been the need that uh, we've seen growing and it's getting increasingly uh, uh, more acute. Uh, we have had two capital projects, actually three in Simcoe Gray. It was a Catholic elementary school open this fall. So we are on the radar and we're working through the school board and the hope is that we will get, get a commitment in the near future. Well, that, uh, you know... Uh... We've been saying that for a while, but it'd be, saying that for a while, yeah, yeah. it'd be nice to find out what's going on. And if uh, you know, what, what do we need to do maybe to kickstart that? Should residents who are impacted by this, what should they do to kind of maybe get this project moving? Well, the school boards are the ones that submit the first of the calls. For if there's a capital call from the province, 
then the school board submits their top priorities uh, for uh, for a school for the need in the community. And I know in the last two capital calls, uh, uh, high schools have been on the on the radar uh, or on the list for this area. So it's it's a work in progress. And if they're uh, they could reach out and contact their school board trustee. Uh, let's talk a little bit about athletics right now. Um, our friend Paul Richards reminded us that today is uh, the International Olympic Day, and oh. uh, he followed that up with sending some photos. I think we, we should post these online, Mel. We they're, should. They're from 1988. They're from Seoul, Korea, and we see a rather youthful and buff Brian Saunderson wow. uh, uh, as an Olympian. Uh, what was that experience like, and are you celebrating International Olympic Day? Uh Yes, uh, International Olympic Day is to draw awareness to the Olympics and uh, and uh, the premise for the Olympics, which is to uh, to create world harmony, but also to give uh, athletes an opportunity to compete on a world stage. Uh, so uh, it was certainly a great opportunity uh, back in 1988-92 to represent Canada. I had a lot of fun, made a lot of great friends. And I think, you know, the lessons you take away from athletics and your sport or from any high performance, whether it be music or dance, is uh, it really it opens your eyes up to commitment, uh, to hard work, and to teamwork. So uh, those are all lessons I took away from the Olympics. And as a high performance athlete, it must have been a thrill for you to take to the Collingwood Long Bowling's turf. <laughs> it was, uh, and I uh, when I was deputy mayor and mayor, we got uh, the wonderful opportunity to get out and do some lawn bowling. And as I've learned, it's all about bias. So actually, it comes quite naturally to politicians. <laughs> uh, but kudos on the, the Collingwood Long Bowling Club. Uh, you know, they've some long-awaited renovations, and yeah. it was nice to see you open that up. Yes, and they did some really important work to maintaining their uh, the long bowling green, and then they'll be getting new bowls and doing some renovations in the inside. So it's really recognition of the great work they do, getting people out to enjoy a healthy outdoor activity uh, and it's uh, it's a long bowling club with a long history so it's it's great we had the opportunity to talk to the uh the ceo of the collingwood general marine hospital and he seemed quite positive in terms of our move to a new build uh he didn't mention the word um renovation he talked about new build uh apparently we're kind of closing out to phase one moving into phase two this is it as positive as he's making it sound uh, absolutely, I think so. In the conversations I've had with uh, Mike and his team and Barry Goodwin and the board, I think they're doing a great job. They really met the, the gold standard of having their second application, the second phase application submitted within 18 months of approval of the first stage. So they sub- submitted that application on, at the end of March, and uh, it's now in the hands of the province. Uh, it's an iterative process. So there will be a conversation between the province and the hospital board and executive team about aspects of the uh, application. But uh, I think they're doing a great job, and uh, and we're very hopeful we'll have positive news in the near future uh, on the next steps. And down in Alliston, Jody Levesque and his team have also been doing great work, and they've got uh, they're getting to the point where it will be going out to tender. So they hope to have shovels on the ground in the next eighteen months. And uh, they've uh, got a, a artist rendering or an architect's rendering, and it's quite dramatic. And in both cases, uh, the new part, well, in Collingwood, it will be a new hospital, and it will be state-of-the-art. And in Alliston, they're doing an expansion, which will triple the size of their emerge room and add nine beds. 
Everyone is still very cautious about saying the location of this new hospital, although everyone kind of knows where we think it's going to go. What are your thoughts in terms of uh, the likelihood of our new hospital not being built on Poplar Side Road? I think that all uh, indicators are pointing in that direction. Uh, When we got the $15 million grant from the province, they were looking at uh, the current Excite primarily, but no decision has been made. And I know in speaking with Mike and uh, Barry that uh, they've made their second submission was all about looking at the business case for where the hospital should be, where it would be the least costly to build and where it would be the most effective and uh, happen the fastest. And I think they've made a great argument for the Poplar Side Road. It didn't take long for the province to issue an MZO for the uh, Poplar uh, Health and Wellness uh, Villages being proposed out there. So my thinking is if, if, if if they've already done the MZO there, just down the street can't be an issue. Well, I think there's certainly absolutely uh, synergies. Uh, so having the uh, Poplar Side Road development with Live, Work, Win, and Play and Mr. Capoche going forward on Poplar Side Road, I think strengthens the case, absolutely. It's always a pleasure to talk with you. Brian Saunderson is the MPP of Simcoe, Simcoe Gray. Thanks hey, for joining us on to Talk of the Town. Another 95.1 The Peak exclusive interview. For more discussions about your community, visit the Talk of the Town page at thepeakfm.com.